It's great to have your company for On The Pace on this Thursday morning and plenty to discuss as well because there are three harness racing meetings in New South Wales today. Penrith this afternoon, I should say Penrith tonight alongside Young and then we'll also have Tamworth this afternoon. So we'll kick off with Tamworth in their afternoon time slot and then both Penrith and Young will race this evening. That Young meeting transferred from Tuesday evening. So a busy day with three cards of racing to look forward to. We had Bathurst last night where Steve Turnbull was able to train a double and yesterday's guest John O'Shea also had a winner in the form of rebounder taking out the lucky last so hopefully you followed John last night and was able to find that winner. Yesterday signalled the start of expressions of interest being welcomed for the Tabureka so if you or someone you know is interested in potentially purchasing a slot in that race the expressions of interest are now open for the first round of slot holders so it will be a three-year commitment one hundred thousand dollars per year with the first running uh, to take place next september so if you want to find out some more info there's also a frequently asked questions section on the website to give you i guess a, a broader understanding of the concept head to theeureka.com.au and those expressions of interest will be open uh, for the next two months with the slot holders announced uh, early in September, 12 months out from the inaugural running. Our feature race this weekend in New South Wales is the JD Watts Memorial for the Open Class Paces on Saturday evening at Menangle as part of a Big Ten race card. Tab currently have a market available as well. Cruz Bromac is a $2.50 favourite. Ultra Orlando just below him on the second line at 280. Zeus Bromac second up from a break at 420 and 408. The final of those at a single figure quote at 950. Lurham Lake best of the rest at $23 or more. So that's on Saturday evening. There will also be that three-year-old Trotters Foundation final taking place, which will be the lucky last. And I guess this morning we'll have a runner engaged in that race, as well as a couple of key contenders tonight. And he rolled out a big army yesterday at the trials, and they all look set for potential feature race targets as well over the next few months, that being Jared Alchin, and he's been kind enough to join us this morning to discuss all of that here on On The Pace. Thanks for your time, Jared. How are you? No worries. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Brent. A busy time upcoming. You probably had a, a quieter May. I think you only had a, a handful of starters across the month, but it appears as though everyone's starting to rev up again. Yeah, I actually went away, so we... Um, tipped a fair few out and we just had a few ticking along while I was away and um, yeah they're just starting to get ready now and ramp up for a few to go to Queensland and um, a few to, to stay here and race while, while the team's up there. Well, there's plenty to discuss, so let's get straight into tonight. You've got two runners engaged at Penrith. They'll go around in the first two races, and they'll both be certainly big chances as well. In the first, my ultimate, Cobber is first up. First up this year, he must have had a, a pretty solid break off the back end of what was a, a long enough two-year-old season for him. Yeah, he probably raced more than any of our two-year-olds last season. Um, I'm not big on overtaxing the two-year-olds, over-racing them just for the sake of racing them. Um, but he was sort of just a little professional and we kept him ticking over for the regional final, which sort of was really late in the season. I, th I think that's probably something Harness Racing New South Wales has to look at. The drawn-out series, it just it was drawn out so long last year um, and sort of horses that him, like him, that are just below the real good ones, they've got to go start sort of early September and still racing into November. So um, it was a long bridge challenge series for him and we actually thought he could win the regional final and he, and he just got pipped. I think 
he had got out a little bit earlier, he, he might have been a different result. But um, he's just a sort of just a real genuine little racehorse that's just a bit below the better ones. So he's had that decent break and just the one trial. What did you make of the trial performance and how forward is he for tonight? considering he went to Penrith for that trial. Obviously, he's got no issue with the circuit. He seems to, as you mentioned, be quite the professional. Yeah, he's a little professional sort of horse. He, um, his trial was really good. I, I drove him myself, and he just followed him around and never even pulled him out. He went to the line really good. Um, they they ran along a bit in that trial, and he was just in first gear. So, um Ultimately, I was probably going to give him another trial, but his heart rate was so good and he just pulled up so good after that um, trial that we thought we'd um, opt to go to the races. And um, the way the the um, race was programmed, he was going to draw good. So that was another telling factor of only giving him the one trial. Yeah, this 8.3-year-old concession finds him in a, a very winnable race tonight. He's got a good draw, good gate speed. I mean, it's never easy for them to take on older, hardier horses, but it does look a race that he's going to be more than competitive in. Yeah, it is. It's just probably first up against them older horses that have been racing week to week. You know, that's the only only issue. Um, stand and deliver, it, it went good at Penrith the other day so like it's not going to be a walkover for him that's for sure but um, yeah he, he looks like he's um, he's going to be right there about that's, that's for sure Race number two my ultimate skeeter he's I guess a bit in the same boat he had a decent season last season and then he went to Melbourne and had a trip down for the Breeders Crown where he made that final and he had a good break after that and his trial looked pretty sharp yeah, he trialled really sharp. He's a bit more forward than the other horse. Um, he's, had, um, he's a naturally more athletic sort of horse. Um, and he, he sort of... Melbourne campaign was really good. He, he was disappointing in the final, but he sort of over-raced a bit in the final. And um, Anthony Butt said he, he thought he might have just choked off a bit in the final. But his two previous runs to that, um, Chris Alfred drove him, and he, he said, geez, he said, this horse is... Um, He's a horse going places, but he's just a real dumb horse. Uh, he's just, oh, he's probably one of the dumbest horses I've ever driven, but um, or trained as well. And um, he he just gets lost and he gets out there and doesn't know what it's all about. But he, he has got plenty of ability when his mind's on the job, but he just gets lost occasionally. Did that trial suggest that the time offers matured him or is it still, a, I guess, a work in progress? still a work in progress um we give him a lot longer off hoping that it did mature him um and just switch him on and he's just mind just wanders he he'll be out there and he'll be looking at some birds flying across or someone standing in the grandstand or a, a, a tree that he can see about 200 meters away that might be blowing a bit he's, he, he's just mind wanders a bit but he's um his trial was really good. The most impressive part I thought about the trial was how he finished it off. He had to think about it at the top of the straight, and then he and then he ran on with it, sort of even ran through the line around the corner, which was really impressive. He's in a, probably a, a stronger race on paper, despite it being a lower graded affair. Sugar for my honey, I know. Ricky has Oaks aspirations with this filly and Chicago Gangster, despite being a two-year-old, was pretty impressive winning at Menangle last time out. So where do you think he lobs in the run, particularly with Sugar for My Honey drawing to your inside? Yeah, it's just a tricky sort of race there at the start. Um, he'll sort of come out of the gate pretty pretty hard and just it'll be up to Cam from there. Cam's got to weigh it up. 
um, he I know Sugar for my honey uh, made a break at the start last week so um, yeah I'm not sure they'll want to handlebars down into the first turn so um, yeah that one thing my fella he sort of I don't want to put the mock on him but he, he's pretty good gated like that you can sort of drive him into the turn so he'll um, yeah he, he'll be going forward and then just assess it from there Two good chances. Yeah, it is. Over the 2,100 metres. So I guess that's a a bit of an unknown for a few, but he appeared to handle it very well down in Melbourne. You take those two runners tonight, and you also had a big team rollout at the trials yesterday. We won't be able to go through all of them because you did have a fairly solid number, but plenty of trial winners. Delightful dude. He was really good in in 52-1. and What sort of races are you targeting him towards? Because he did a really good job in Queensland last year. Is that where his future lies or will he stay at home over the winter period? No, he'll head up to Queensland. Um, we'll sort of just wind things up a little bit. We we may um, nominate him for the patron's purse in about a fortnight at Redcliffe. Um, we'll, we'll put a nom in there and we'll just see how it looks. Um, his trial was exceptional yesterday. He done all the work and still held off um, some, some handy horses. So um, I was I think when I went away, I give him ten days off, and it just seems to improved him a little bit, which which he needed to too. But he, um, like he raced in the chariots of fire and was and was unlucky, you know. Not saying he could have won it by any means, but like probably should have finished a little bit closer. He copped the check, turned him for home, and probably would have run into third or fourth, I think, if he hadn't have hadn't have got that check. So he's got the ability, um, and he's he's better over the longer distance. Um, He's proven that before. So, um, like when he was in Queensland last year, he, he was. I still think if he had any luck, he probably goes very close in the Queensland Derby. He got when a couple stopped. He got Carter back out to last and was the widest runner and flew home in the quickest half. So I know he can get the distance. And um, yeah, we'll just assess it by there. He'll definitely go to Queensland, and we'll just um, play it by you what races we go in up there. Smirks like a boss was able to win his trial as well. He's two from two. So, what sort of opinion do you have of this guy? Um, he's just a very honest little horse. Um, very unassuming. Like we, he was always just done everything right, but sort of didn't feel like he had any X factor about him. But then when we went to the trials, he just sort of swelled up and he he loved it. And um, even at home, he doesn't give you any great feel like he's a little ugly duckling. Um, but yeah, so he tried really good. We, we'll probably go to the Rod Fitzpatrick here next week. Uh, he'll go into that. If he goes good in that, he may go to the Parfait Sadios at Albion Park a couple of weeks later. Okay, he's a, a nice progressive two-year-old who appears to be trending in the right direction. My ultimate, Ronnie, I know that the big opinion that you have of this horse, no doubt you were happy to see him back at the trials and his trial was pretty sharp as well. And he's obviously had that, that little bit of time off also. So you would expect being a, a better's delight, he's probably going to get better as the preparation goes on. Yeah, he's um, he's probably the most exciting horse, one of the most exciting horses in my barn at the present. He's um, He's got a lot of ability, but as it's been noted, he's had a few little soundness issues. Um, but touch wood at the moment, he's probably the soundest I've ever had him. Um, we've really looked after him and we worked him up for the New South Wales Derby and 
I just wasn't 100% happy with him. It was nothing major, but I just got the fat. Just I, I just had a feeling that he wasn't 100% right, although it wasn't major. So we could have pressed on to the derby, but because I like him so much and I didn't want to um, break him down or anything like that, we tipped him back out. I think that six weeks off there that I give him has really turned him around to now. He's um, really developed into a magnificent looking animal um, and he's so sound and um, like he just had a very quiet trial at Penrith a fortnight ago and then um, his trial yesterday was very sharp although they didn't run any time. He ran a really good quarter and sort of was really doing it easy so he's nominated for Menangle on Tuesday um, and then I'd like to give him one more run and if he all going well he'll go into the um, is it the southeastern derby at Albion Park? That would be his next run. All right, exciting to see him back, my ultimate Ronnie, and he certainly appears to be the right, I guess, shape of horse to to do a big job over the Queensland Carnival. And and your trotter doff your cap. He's done a good job since arriving from New Zealand. He was back at the trials. He just seems to have very good high speed for a trotter, which is going to hold him in good stead in whatever race he targets. Which way is he leaning towards? Yeah, um, it's funny, Kim come off, they ran a very, I mean, slow time yesterday, but ran a very quick last sectional, and Cameron come off, he said, when you sit behind him, he just feels like a pacer, like he's just got that very high acceleration. He's probably gone 26 and a half or something, he's quarter himself yesterday, so, and was just doing it well within himself. Um, he'll, at this stage, he'll race here next Saturday night, and then his next start will be in the heats of the Daryl Alexander at Albion Park. Alrighty, that Group 1 standing start feature is certainly the, the trotting, I guess, gate in particular. There's plenty of good horses heading to Queensland for that, so it's going to be interesting to see how the handicaps work out and the like, but he is going to make his presence felt. He's already raced in good company this season. And just a quick What's update that? on a few... That's one reason why we'd probably target the Daryl Alexander because he's so low in the assessments. I think he's only a 75 or something at the moment. Mm. So he sort of fits that to get in with a good handicap. Is that you putting your case forward for the front? Yep. <laughs> oh, well, it's going to be interesting to see how the handicappers uh, place that being at discretionary as well. It's going to be all important. It's so hard to come off handicap and handicaps and win big races. But uh, if he can get away safely, he will certainly make his presence felt. And just an update on a, a few of your other stable stars. Madrid, where is she? She's still in the paddock. She'll probably have another 10 days out, and then she'll come back. Uh, my Ultimate Byron? They're all the same. There's, um, yeah, Madrid, My Ultimate Byron, My Ultimate Ronnie, uh, My Ultimate Snowy, sorry. Um, they'll all come back together, probably another 10 days, two weeks. They'll all come back in and get ready for the British Challenge. Okay. That's still a few months away, definitely. But I guess it's a, that elongated series again. It'll be around before we know it. Best of luck tonight at Penrith, Jared, and particularly over the next few weeks and months, a, a big team headed towards Queensland with some big races in mind. Hopefully they can all uh, come up as you expect it and do a really good job. Appreciate your time this morning. No, thanks a lot, Britt.
Jared Alchin there this morning and you can tell just from that conversation the firepower that his team has and that Queensland Carnival is going to be a very, very strong New South Wales representation across all of the categories as well, uh, particularly when it comes to the open class paces. We know the McCarthy team that have already arrived, the Trotters and many of the three-year-old features as well and even a race like the Rising Sun. Riff is already there. He's going to represent the three-year-olds and New South Wales. He is already invited alongside uh, Leap to Fame, Better Eclipse and Ladies in Red. That's on the pace for this Thursday morning. A reminder, a really busy day. Tamworth this afternoon, Penrith and Young this evening. Hopefully there's plenty of winners amongst them. And Michael Geeran will be on board tomorrow here on Sky Sports Radio at 10.30 to find some winners.